This is Honest Math Chat, and I'm Mona Eel of Mona Math. I'm a former math avoider turned math teacher cheerleader, and I'm going to get real honest with you about math classroom culture, engagement, math discussions, and all the student-centered instructional practices to help you empower your students to love and understand math deeply. So every Monday on Honest Math Chat, we're going to work together to make our classrooms places where students see themselves as mathematicians. But let's not wait. If you're ready to engage every learner and get them pumped about math, you've got to use math discussions. I welcome you to download the guide to engaging math discussions right now. Go to monamath.com slash discussions. You'll get all my best tips on how to guide on the side while getting every child meaningfully engaged in discussing their math thinking. Let's talk about what makes teaching math effective. In one of my favorite books, Principles to Actions, Ensuring Mathematical Success for All, it's from 2014. Inside of that book, the NCTM outlines what effective mathematics teaching practices are. They have eight practices for effective math teaching, and they are establishing goals to focus learning, Implement tasks that promote reasoning and problem solving. Use and connect mathematical representations. Facilitate meaningful discourse. Pose purposeful questions. Build procedural fluency from conceptual understanding. Support productive struggle. And elicit and use student thinking. Okay, so as I was reading those, what were you thinking? Were you like, yeah, yeah, I do that? Or were you like, huh, I wonder how to do that more effectively? What these eight principles indicate is that math teaching has improved, right? The methods we use to teach math are improving. The traditional ways of teaching math are no longer, or maybe never were, the most effective. And because you and I and all the teachers here listening and everywhere want to do better for our students than how we were taught. Am I right? Do you remember the math books from when you were a student? Pages of practice problems, right? Homework was more problems to solve, steps to follow, blanks to fill in. I don't know about you, but math was full of anxiety for me. Math was all about how fast you could get the answer and if you could remember the steps to follow. Little meaning, just do it, do it this way, and then you'll get the answer. Math class was mostly my teacher talking at the front and me finding ways to disengage. In elementary school, it was tipping in my chair, sharpening my pencil, and playing with the things I had hidden in my desk. In middle school and high school, it was talking, writing notes, and cheating, to be honest with you. And I always felt like math was something that was so rigid and void of creativity. Like, there was no way I was a math person because I enjoyed debates and creative thought and demonstrating my learning in creative and genuine ways. I learned and processed through talking. I still do, hence the podcast. But there was none of that in math. Demonstrating my learning meant I had to do just what the teacher said to do. And I've never been great at absolutes. And 
I just wanted to be tasked with getting creative. So for example, I remember being in third grade and the around the world was coming my way and I was in a complete sweat. And instead of answering, I purposely made my chair fall while I was mid-tip. And this distraction took some pressure off my math answer by drawing attention to my clumsiness. Then, as soon as the game was over, my teacher turned on songs to help us learn the multiples, and I came alive. I remember singing, drawing connections in my mind, noticing patterns. But that quickly passed. It was over. And we were back to the hardcover math book with my sweet teacher explaining what to do while we watched as she wrote on the board. Then we were sent back to our books to do a few pages of problems. It was the worst. And the biggest problem is I had no instruction in my college courses on how to teach math differently. So when I started teaching, I did the same thing. I had so much muscle memory from my 13 years in school, then add on my college years of math being taught in this way, that I didn't know how to do anything different. I did add in some occasional whiteboards and manipulatives when they could handle it, and I added in as many creative and fun activities as I could find or think of or had time to do. But most of my students were behind and falling farther behind. They rarely participated or completed work, and the same five or six kids answered my questions, and then they finished early, while the others messed around and played, causing me behavior management issues. And every day of math teaching felt like the worst part of my day. Even on the best days, math was the worst part of the day. And that was so similar to how I grew up, and I knew this wasn't working. But I had no PD, no support, and when I did get support, it always went back to, well, we have a really great standards-aligned curriculum, so we're fine. And the thing is, nothing was fine, and I knew nothing was fine, but I didn't know what else to do. That was until my whole world was rocked when a math coach told me that I could teach math in the same student-centered, discussion-based creative way, I taught everything else. Then all sorts of good things came my way. NCTM opened my eyes to this, quote, new way of teaching. And that wasn't really new at all. It was completely based on research, rigorous, and relevant to all students because it was based on practices that would be responsive to students' lives. Books and research like children's mathematics, cognitively guided instruction, principles to actions, like I mentioned earlier, and five practices to orchestrating math discussions. Those are all books coming from NCTM that opened my eyes to something new, a new way of approaching math. And from all of that came Word Problem Workshop. Now, 10 plus years later, I've trained my colleagues and hundreds of teachers around the world at national conferences and in my own classroom when they came to visit for learning labs. And now I'm ready to teach all of my virtual teacher pals. So you can join me inside of Word Problem Workshop training if you're ready, but let me tell you a little bit more about what Word Problem Workshop is. 
But I will pause here and say, if you are ready, you can go to monamath.com slash enroll and check out all the details. But let's talk about what it is. It's a problem-based instructional strategy for teaching math, one in which we'll engage students in productive struggle and math discourse about a high-quality math task every single day. You'll cover most of the Common Core state standards or your state standards through this practice. You'll teach math reasoning and justification through Word Problem Workshop. You'll help students explain their thinking and reasoning, something teachers tell me is so difficult. You will do that inside of Word Problem Workshop. So how does this work? It's three things. I think the way you make this shift is through three things. Number one, make the commitment to invest some time into your math instructional strategies. Notice I said instructional strategies because this works with any curriculum or any requirements for scope and sequence that your district or school might have because this is a way of teaching math, something that we rarely get in our professional development. So number one is making that commitment to invest some time. The Word Problem Workshop teacher training is 75 minutes of video, and you'll be able to binge those videos, including classroom videos within. There's a um, under two, two hours, like I said, of video. Then you'll want to set aside a little bit more time to dive into the resources. You're going to get a 37-page implementation guide and a year of worthy math problems, tasks that are ready for you to print and use with your students. Yes, I have included the training. There are enough, inside the training, there are enough problems to do word problem workshop every day of the school year because I wanted to save you the time and help you implement faster. So I've included nine months of problems so that you can just Start focusing on your instructional strategy and stop wasting time on looking for those high quality problems. They're included in the training. Okay, number two is decide to do some new learning and dive into the research. NCTM has been making shifts in math education for many, many years. Now, let me pause here and tell you what NCTM is because I realize I've been talking about it, but maybe you're like, what is she talking about? It's National Con Council for Teachers of Mathematics. Okay, so their Word Problem Workshop is based on many of the publications that come out of NCTM. And you'll know that it's an NCTM book because it usually says it right on the front cover. And I've already mentioned most of them to you. And those books, like Orchestrating, Five Practices for Orchestrating Discussions, was written in 2011. Children's Mathematics, Cognitively Guided Instruction, was written in 1999 based on a study that followed students from their earliest education experiences in pre-K all the way through 12th grade. Principles to Action was really all about a response to the Common Core State Standards and how we can take those principles and put them into action, written in 2014. The shifts in math are happening, but like most shifts, Little support or information makes it to the teachers about how to make the shift. So spending time with these three books will help you get ideas of how to implement these shifts in math instruction. And if you're ready to fast track that shift, you can join Word Problem Workshop training. 
Word Problem Workshop Training is a planning and facilitating system based on all this research and my 10 years of experience teaching this to my students and teachers across the country. Now, number three is let's choose one thing to change or work on. You can't change everything. So if right now shifting your math instruction is your goal, then Word Problem Workshop training is probably a good fit for you right now. The system will teach you how to plan for a word problem each day and planning using a framework that will help you consider the progression in which student understanding develops. You'll use that planning to facilitate student-centered math discussions that lead students to developing that math reasoning and justification skills that deepen their math understanding. Word Problem Workshop might be right for you right now. Or if you're working on changing one thing and it's not math, then maybe it's not the right time for you. But I did want to tell you about those eight practices of effective math teaching from the beginning that I read, and I wanna just go back through them and point out how Word Problem Workshop aligns to these effective math teaching principles. So you're gonna learn how in Word Problem Workshop to establish a goal to focus learning. And we're gonna establish that goal based on the learning progression as well as what our students currently know and our standards. You're gonna learn how to implement tasks to promote reasoning and problem solving. This right here is the heart of Word Problem Workshop. It's all about problem solving every single day. You're gonna use and connect mathematical representations. Every dang day, we elicit our students' representations, share them, and talk about the connections between them. You're gonna facilitate meaningful math discourse. And you might be doing that one already. And so Word Problem Workshop is going to show you how you can keep it fresh and exciting for your students every single day. You're also going to learn how to pose purposeful questions based on your planning so that you can keep those math discussions moving toward that goal that you've established to focus your students' learning. You're going to support productive struggle every day in Word Problem Workshop during that grapple time where students are going to independently solve and you are going to get to support them in building that math mindset that they can do hard things and part of math is struggle. And you're going to learn how to elicit and use evidence of student thinking because this right here is the goal of Word Problem Workshop. It is to let students thinking guide the whole workshop and draw on your knowledge of your students and the learning progression to help students develop their math understanding. So what's next for you, friend? I suggest those three steps I kind of already walked you through, which is make the commitment to invest some time in your mathematical instructional strategies. Then decide to do some research, decide to dive into some new learning. And number three, choose one thing to change. And if it's a student-centered approach to problem solving and math discussions to develop that deeper understanding of mathematics, then Word Problem Workshop training is probably for you. 
But if it's not right now, I get it. I'll be here. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'll still be pumping out information and sharing with you all my best tips here on Honest Math Chat and at Hello and and at Mona Math. So don't worry about that. But right now I wanted to tell you that Word Problem Workshop is $97. But for the next four days until Wednesday, March 15th at 10 p.m. Central Time, it is on sale for $77. So I want you to go grab it if this is the one thing you want to change right now. You'll have access for a full calendar year. So if you're not ready in this moment, but you might be ready over the summer, go grab it for that discounted price of $77. All the information is on the website at monamath.com slash enroll, E-N-R-O-L-L. And I will put that link in the show notes. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions you have. I'm here to support you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I will see you on Wednesday for mini math chat.